0: Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Bible Catholic Show. In this week's episode, I discuss why are there 27 books in the New Testament. So why are there 27 books in the New Testament? Why not 78, 120? How come the Apocalypse of Peter isn't in there? How come the Acts of Paul and Thecla are not in the New Testament? How about the Gospel of Thomas? There's a million questions we could ask about why these books are not in the New Testament. But there is an answer. And we'll go over that very briefly. I mean, whole books have been written on this subject. But there are many things that come to an individual's mind when it comes to sacred scripture. Some may ask, why are there so many translations? Some may wonder if the Bible, as we know, it, fell from the skies at Pentecost. However, many have questions as to how we have the books we have. Now, to be sure, it was a long and arduous process, but it was guided by the Holy Spirit and the Church. You see, one one rule that was used to determine inclusion of the 27 books was linkage to an Apostle so they had to have apostolic origin of some kind. In the first three centuries after the church started there were many books bearing the name of various apostles. Now as an example there was the Gospel of Thomas no of course we have the Gospel of Luke which is in our Bibles today there's the Gospel of Peter and the proto-gospel of James. In addition to these there were several hundred acts and apocalypses Some of these writings were spurious, they were heretical, they contradicted the gospel that was being preached by the church. So apostolic origin does not mean that it had to be written by an apostle, but that an apostle stands behind writing in such a way that the essential teaching is preserved within it. This would explain why the Gospel of Luke was included in the canon. Great care was made to ensure that writings had apostolic backing and if they did not, they were denied canonical status. Another rule that was used in determining if a book was worthy of the canon was its conformity to the faith of the church. Would a collection of holy writings from any religion be deemed authoritative if they contradicted each other? Now I think the answer to that question is pretty obvious. The Church used great care in determining what twenty seven books what they they used great care in determining what the twenty seven books of the canon were to make sure that they were in compliance with what the Church taught. See the Church was able to do this by utilizing the oral tradition that was handed down from the apostles around one ninety A bishop in Antioch stopped people from using the Gospel of Peter on the grounds that its author did not regard the human body of Jesus as real. The church teaches that Christ was a real person, divine, and bled on the cross. And died on the cross. This writing taught that Christ was a spirit that entered into a man that was being crucified. This is the heresy of... Gnosticism. There were many writings like this floating around, and since they did not pass the test of orthodoxy, they were not included in the canon. Thirdly, the writing had to be valued by the church that was being. Give me one second. Got tongue tied there for a second. Thirdly, the writing had to be valued by the church. It had to be respected for its own apostolic origin. Perfect examples of this are the epistles of St. Paul. There is little doubt that these writings are his, for he states at the end of his letters that he wrote them with his own hand. Also, he wrote them the churches that he started, and they knew him very well. These churches preserved these letters and read them in their liturgies. So using these three criteria, the fathers of the church started to develop the New Testament. The letters of Paul were among the first to be recognized in about 90 AD and were being assembled in small collections. The four Gospels were decided on around the year 200 or so, even though there's evidence that they were they were read very widely way before then as well. There were various canons proposed, but the Pauline letters and the four Gospels seemed to have staying power. They were in all of them. Other books such as Revelation and Hebrews were battled over. Some areas of the church accepted them and others did not. There were also books with no apostolic link that were considered such, you know, they were were considered really good to read, such like the Shepherd of Hermas and Clement's Letter to the Corinthians. They were actually included in some editions of the canon before it was finally uh, decided on. However, those two books, the Shepherd of Hermas and uh, St. Clement's Letter to the Corinthians, they didn't meet the criteria that we just talked about a minute ago and were denied canonical status. Through many debates and hefty quarrels, we know that the canon was final by the end of the 4th century. and That's because the Catholic Church used the oral tradition that was passed on by the Apostles to determine Which books belonged in the canon? You enjoy the New Testament? You enjoy the Bible today? Thank the Catholic Church. God bless you. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Bible Catholic Show. God bless you. Pray for our church. I ask for your prayers as well. If you want to support the cause, please visit my uh, Patreon page. It's patreon.com backslash William Hemsworth. My blog is thebiblecatholic.org. God bless you. Take care. God bless.